What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about the Bulls uh, sweeping the week, what they have coming up in the week upcoming. Um, on top of that, it's my birthday, so I just want to I just want to have a conversation with you guys. No, but we're talking about that, how the Bulls are exceeding uh, expectations, and how it's time that the national media give the Bulls their goddamn respect. <laughs> we'll be talking about that and some more right after this. All right, Bulls fans. So we had a great week from the Chicago Bulls. We had some things to learn from in some games. We had a great start to the week in that win against Charlotte. Um, just the Bulls playing probably their best first half in a while. And coming out the third quarter and keeping that intensity going. Now, we know that some things happened at the beginning of the fourth quarter of that game. But overall, the Bulls were able to come out of that, pull out a pretty sizable victory against a tough, scrappy Charlotte Hornets team. Um, and so in that win, Lonzo Ball had a great game playing against his brother, and it's really kind of been downhill from Lonzo Ball after that. But the key thing is that he sealed the game against Brooklyn with his three, showing why he's so valuable to this team on defense specifically. But also, Lonzo is still clutch. Let's not forget the guys shooting 40, over 40% from three this season. So all those things, the Bulls had a really great game against Charlotte, even better game against New York. Yes, the, again, terrible third quarter. Uh, the third quarters against the uh, for the Bulls are are is becoming their Achilles heel, and we're seeing that consistently be the thing. They were outscored by 12 points in that third quarter. That really allowed the Knicks to get back in that game. But Bulls again battled back, were able to uh, play great in the fourth quarter and and get that victory. And then we go into Brooklyn and we beat the Nets as well in a game that was just a nail biter. That was a playoff atmosphere game. We know what DeMar did in the fourth quarter in that game. Lonzo, like I said already, shooting and making that three-pointer to kind of seal that victory. Not kind of, to seal that victory. Um, and the great, the Bulls sweep the week 3-0, and and it's it was a tough week. These are Those were games that were all tough games for the Bulls and solid competitors. It was no blowouts, no team that you expected them to blow out either. That was a good bounce-back week for the Chicago Bulls. Um, and then... Coming into next week, right, we have Denver coming up tomorrow, which is Monday, and that's going to be a tough game, especially considering the Bulls are going to be down Javante Green. We don't know what's going on with Alex Caruso. Those couple of days rest could be enough for him to be able to play with that hamstring. But if he's not, as we know, with this Bulls team has to be next man up. They have to they have to show some things. But going into this week, the thing that I want to talk about, especially with Javante Green being gone for the most part, for all the entirety of this week, we may see Kobe White back by uh, Saturday's game against Miami, maybe even possibly Javante Green back by that game. Just depends on how things go. Um, usually, yes, it's 10 days. Now, players can test out of that and, and come back a little bit early, so we'll see. Again, we don't expect anybody on the Bulls to get LeBron James treatment. But even with that said, if we don't have all hands on decks, Kobe's more than likely to be back unless something happens. Javante may not be back. So one of the things that I put up a poll on, and over 90% of you guys did agree, I asked the question, should Derrick Jones Jr. get the start at the four? Now, I understand the comments saying, well, no, because Caruso should be back healthy and everything like that. But the key thing that I'm that I'm saying, Caruso's going to get his minutes regardless. He's going to play a lot of minutes with the starters. He's going to play a lot of minutes on this team overall. But does Derrick Jones Jr. give us the best combination, right, as far as having an, a big and not another guard? In there? And then we can keep Caruso in his role of really maintaining that bench um, and, and, and just being the stabilizer that he is for this team overall. Like I said, overall, I don't know how big of a difference is going to make who starts between those two because Caruso is going to get his minutes regardless and Derrick Jones Jr. is going to get his minutes regardless. But that's one of the things that I do want to present in this. 
Looking at the next upcoming games against Denver, I'm sorry, against Denver, Cleveland, and Miami, all players, all, especially those first two games, especially against Cleveland, and we're going to talk a little bit about that Cleveland game and how they match up with the Bulls with just how productive their bigs are. But I, I personally think that Derrick Jones Jr. should get the start. That's not to say that Caruso or, or he's better because, no, nobody would say that at all. And, yes, Caruso offers way more passing than Derrick Jones Jr. is going to give. But that pick and roll that we're seeing that Derrick Jones Jr. is working into is starting to become dangerous. And we're starting to see Derrick Jones Jr. as well play to that level when he was signed by Portland and they gave him that contract, expecting him fully to probably be a starter. We're starting to see him work his way into that. We're starting to see him play better. We're starting to see him play with more confidence. And we're also starting to see him work better into the offense for his skill set. His defense is coming around too. I just, I think that Derek, I, I would like to see Derek Jones Jr. at least get an opportunity to start to see what he brings to that starting lineup if he's in there. Again, if it doesn't work, all right, fine. I'm not, I'm not saying he should be the permanent starter, but I'm saying, hey, I'd be interested to see what him starting in that lineup with Vooch and with the rest of the starters could give, as well as his ability to hit open shots. It's just, it's, it'll be interesting to take. Let me know down below if you agree or disagree. I know I already had the poll, but let me know why. Why are some of the reasons you think Derrick Jones Jr. should or should not start more than just saying yes or no? So let me know that down below. But the Bulls have another big week big week ahead of them. Um, How they respond to adversity, the fact that we're going to at least go into the week missing uh, Javante Green and Kobe White. God forbid anything else happened. But the thing that I do want to talk about, and I said it at the beginning too, is why it's time. We already knew. We knew coming into the season. But the Bulls are proving so many of their doubters wrong. For the people who said the Bulls would be lucky to make a play-in, uh, for them to say that De uh, DeMar DeRozan is was the most overrated signing. And this is probably going to be the last video that I do to address this because at the end of the day, the Bulls have proven it and we don't need to keep drilling at home. If they want to keep doubting, if they want to keep hating on the Bulls, whatever you want to call it, let them continue to do it. We'll continue to prove them wrong. But the Bulls are showing, right? They are showing that they have that ability to play with anyone. And they had not only with that, right? The fact that we're getting production out of players that we probably didn't expect to get to when we face some adversity, that is the key thing that makes a great team, right? Is that you have that next man up mentality that even players who have played pretty badly at the start of the season, Troy Brown Jr., while not playing great, right? I wouldn't say at all that he's been playing great, has been giving us some solid minutes as well. We don't, haven't seen as much as Alizé as I thought we would in this time. Maybe that changes over the course of the next few games or whatever else. So I don't really have anything to say with him. But Io, we know what Io showed so many flashes at the beginning of the season in preseason that earned him a spot in the rotation to get minutes. But at this point, Io is showing that not only is he needing, he's deserving of minutes, but he's deserving of probably a bigger role than what the Bulls can give him at this point, considering how their guard um, lineup is. But Io's defense, the way he plays his head up, the way that he's learning every single game, he's going to make those rookie mistakes. But the rookie mistakes are so mitigated by how good he's doing everything else out on the floor. Um, and we all know the Bulls need to make a move for a big, we, well, or, or bring a big in. They need to do something there before the end of the season because um, Tony Bradley gives us some flashes. And I really do think if we have a more, a better big, right, and, and, and Tony Bradley at that point when he comes in, he can just kind of focus on this thing, it'll make that better as well. But the key thing with the game uh, against Brooklyn that I want to point out is that every starter, and we're taking Alex Caruso out, um, well, he even had a negative. Uh, Lonzo Ball had a zero plus minus, but every starter had a negative plus minus. Every Bulls bench player that played in the game against Brooklyn had a positive plus minus. And yes, that's not indicative or doesn't tell the full story of the game, but it does show the impact that these players are having and the fact that they're at least not playing net bad basketball right now. 
They're not doing some things great, right? They're not perfect players, but the fact that they are having the, that type of impact in a depleted bench, right? Think, keep in mind, Javante Green is technically supposed to be a bench player in this. He's become a starter because Patrick Williams went out. We were missing our our sixth man, right? Our our, our sixth starter in a way, and Alex Caruso. Um, as well in that game. And then also Derrick Jones Jr. was forced to start after the first half because Alex Caruso was was out. So with all that being said, the bench is playing very well for us. And that's not something that we've been able to say to the, to, for the most part of this season. It, 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 this team is coming around. And the, and the scary thing is, and when you look at it, our defense was advanced, right? We came in with a better defense than many people were giving us credit for that we were going to have at any point this season. We're finally starting to see the offensive refinement come in the way that the Bulls are scoring. And yes, Lonzo didn't hit some shots in the last two games. He it was very cold. But at the end of the day, if once Lonzo was shooting at, at his normal output and his production that he's given us so far this season, with Vooch coming around in so many different ways in the last handful of games as well, he had a down game pretty much for him compar comparative to the other two games last week against Brooklyn. Once that's going, our offense, our, like, I, I, the perfect version of the Bulls offense right now, right, with the current makeup of the team, is that first half in Charlotte, and very much so kind of that first half in New York as well. Well, no, because the first half in New York, I think we went down at the half. But none, nonetheless, um, that is how this team can operate and how they can how they can do it. an amazing job. Um, and we're still working out the kinks there. DeMar, we know he's the king of the fourth so far, the, so far this season. Leads the league in points scored per game, shots taken, shots made, all in the fourth quarter of so far this season. And that has been a great calming factor for the Chicago Bulls so far this season. All that being said, the Bulls are exceeding every expectation that the national media, again, Bulls fans, we have different expectations. We believe in this team, but those those national media expectations, and it's time for the Bulls to start getting their goddamn respect. But if you don't want to give it to us, we're going to take it any goddamn way. What is the ceiling of this team? This is a video, This is that's a comment that's going to, we're going to continually update at different parts of the season. We're over a quarter of the way through the season at this point. What is the ceiling for that for this Chicago Bulls team? I have said it. I think the ceiling for this team is an Eastern Conference Finals. But because I believe they can make an Eastern Conference Finals and because I believe that this team can play and beat anyone in a seven-game series now, again, they shouldn't be expected to beat everyone, but I do believe they can. They have that possibility. For that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulls do make a final. And that's, if, that's before they make a move, possibly before this four that we know that we need um, that, to come in. So with that being said, uh, the ceiling for this Chicago Bulls team, let me know if you agree or disagree below. Shout out to Key Isaac Epps as well, who's always in my live chat, who has said that he believes the Bulls can get to 58 wins. I still think that's steep. The Bulls right now are on like a 54 to 55 win pace. Now that will probably change at some point. But that being said, 50 wins is definitely in, in, in our sights, right? And if the Bulls keep getting better on offense, which it looks like and we should expect them to do, the sky's the limit for the Chicago Bulls team. And it's great to have um, a Bulls team that is competitive again. And it's great to have this team. The determination, the makeup of this team just makes you proud to be a fan of this team. Let me know if you agree or disagree down below. Let me know what you think about the Bulls upcoming week. What do you think? That's going to be the the, the uh, question to leave this video off on. What? are your expectations for the Bulls record coming out of next week? Do you think that they can win all three games next week? Do you expect them to win all three games? I, again, we've beat Denver before. I think we can do that. Cleveland, even though Cleveland, they don't have the best record, right? We got to, we can't forget they're sixth in the, in the, in the league. I'm sorry. They're number six as of right now. If the players, if the playoffs started today in the East 
And with that being said, their big man rotation is going to give the Bulls fits. Yes, we saw them in the preseason, but again, that's early on. The 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 Cleveland Cavaliers, 13 and 10 right now. But that but those three big men that they have, and yes, I know Laurie. Uh Laurie right now is averaging 14 points, six rebounds a game. Um, nothing great or earth shattering earth shattering, but again, playing solid. Mobley is looking amazing for this team. Jared Allen. That's going to be a three-man rotation that is going to be very, very interesting to see how the Bulls deal with them and they guard those players and they keep them off the re off the glass and how that affects the Bulls. Also, the game against Miami, we should be looking for revenge in that game. How the Bulls play in that game against Miami, this is going to be another test. The Bulls are standing up to test. We see the confidence in Zach Levine. We see the confidence in DeMar DeRozan. How, how do they come in this game and what, what, what are the expectations that they set for themselves? They play with their heads up. They play on both sides of the ball. As I said, and as we all know, the Bulls can beat anyone. That is going to be a great game for the Bulls to cap off the week with. And so what is your expectations for the Bulls uh, to come out of these three games? You expect them to go 3-0? and You expect them to go 2-1? and You expect them to go 1-2? and hope no one's expecting the Bulls to get swept in, in the week upcoming. Even if that does happen, again, that shouldn't change the outlook overall in the course of the season. But tough week ahead for the Bulls. Week after that, we got uh, Detroit, Toronto, and Los, and we play in L.A. So, uh, no, we actually, L.A. comes to town for us. So, pretty solid week for the Bulls in the next six games and just to see what they do. But got to trust the determination in the heart of this team. Let me know all what you think about all that down below. Like I like to end every video on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break, Break Media. Media.